the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children come Welcome to Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God. Z, God promises the prize of heaven.
are supposed to obey God. Children are supposed to obey parents. Then they will be obeying God too and doing what is right. Ephesians 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right, for this is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. That's right. For this is right. Children, obey your Children, parents. Obey your parents. Singing about Jesus sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible and Living Sound. Hey, Your Majesty, a, a messenger from Hebron wishes to see you. Have him come forward and state his mission. Long live the king. O oh, King, I have just come from Hebron where a great tragedy has just taken place. One of your sons has slain all his brothers. One son has slain all my other sons? It happened but a few hours ago, Your Majesty. Uh, which, which of my sons hath done this dreadful thing? The beautiful one, O oh, King. Ah. Then the king arose and tear his garments and lay on the earth, and all the court officers stood by with their clothes rent. My sons, my sons. <laughs> then came Jonadab, the king's nephew, into the court and said, Let not my lord the king be so grieved. All your sons are not dead, only Ammon. The rest are now entering the palace gates. Uh, Amnon is... Did Absalom do this deed against Amnon? As you have said, O king. He, my son Absalom, where is he now? Your majesty, Prince Absalom, fearing your wrath, has fled to his mother's father, Talmai, king of Geshur. Of course you may stay here, Absalom. But why were you so foolish as to kill one of your own brothers? Knew you not that your father, King David, would be angry? Amnon insulted my sister. He deserved to be killed. Oh, yes, I heard about that. But that was, well, almost two years ago, wasn't it? I never forget. I've just been awaiting the proper time and place to strike. Well, I don't think that's a very good motive for murder. But regardless, you are my daughter's son, blood of my blood, and I shall see to it that you become a respected member of my royal household and an officer in my court. After about three years, the wise and crafty Joab, general of David's armies, decided to take a hand in the affair between King David and Prince Absalom. Joab, that you have heard that I am a wise woman. <laughs> yes, and that is precisely why I sent all the way to Tekoa for you. I perceive the general has a delicate mission he wishes performed. Mm, you are wise. 
Are you a good actress? State your desires, General Joab, and we shall see what can be done about them. His Majesty, King David, mourns for his son Absalom, who remains a fugitive in Gisha. With your help, we shall bring Absalom back and end the king's mourning. Now this is my plan. I want you to go before King David as a mother who mourns for her two lost sons. Sounds interesting. Challenging. Proceed. When you stand before the king, say unto him, O king, thy handmaid had two sons who strove together and... wish to ask just one question, madam. Yes, your majesty. Hide not the truth from me. Is, is not Joab, the general of my armies, behind all this? Did he not instruct you just what to do and say? As you say, O king, General Joab did put all these words in my mouth. You are a very wise king to know and perceive the truth behind the goings and comings of the members of your court. General Joab? Long live the king. You wish a reconciliation between me and Absalom? My king's heart yearns after his son Absalom. <sighs> All right, Joab. You may go to Gesher and bring him back. Thank you, Your Majesty. But when he returns, Absalom is not to be accepted into full fellowship of the royal family or the court. He is to remain in his family's private apartment. Under no circumstances he to see me. He has sinned, and he must be punished. Tell him this. Yes, Your Majesty. The field of barley's on fire. Yes, son, I see. Aren't you going to do something about it? Try to put the fire out? The fire is spread too far to put out, but I am going to do something about it. I'm going to see Prince Absalom. One of his servants set the field on fire. I saw and recognized him. Yes, Joab, I did have your barley field set afire. Why? Because I sent for you two times and you refused to come. Well, you're here now. <laughs> what do you want? For two years I have been home from Gesher and have not set eyes upon my father's face. It would have been better had I remained in Gesher rather than endure this public disgrace. I shall speak to His Majesty about the matter. Joab, you... you're a meddling old general. Concerning yourself with matters that are none of your affair. But I agree, Absalom has been sufficiently punished. I shall restore him to his rightful place in the royal household. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him chariots and horses and fifty men to run before him. achieve my goal. I shall be king. King of Israel. King? But your father is king. Surely you... 
You wouldn't kill your own father to become king. I don't have to take such drastic steps. The people desire me to be their king. They demand it. Oh, so that's why you've been getting up so early in the morning and going to the city gate to talk and sympathize with the people to win their affection. And to agitate against my father. I have already sent spies throughout all the tribes to promote a rebellion. At the sound of the trumpet, the people of Israel will rise up as one man and proclaim me king. King of Israel. Hail to the new king! King Absalom! Absalom will make a good and a just king! Hail to Absalom, king of Judah! Joab, what have you found out concerning this rumored rebellion of my son Absalom? He has somehow persuaded 200 of our best soldiers to join his forces. Yeah. Also, he has induced Ahithophel to uh, join his side. Ahithophel? He was my best and most trusted counselor. I know, Your Majesty. The conspiracy is gaining strength and momentum. Something must be done, sir, or, or Absalom will gain control. You will lose the crown. <laughs> Should I prepare for immediate battle? Battle? To stop Absalom. To protect your crown and Jerusalem. A battle to... here in Jerusalem? Blood flowing upon its streets? No, no, Joab, this must not be. Absalom is determined to take the crown by force. We must defend We this... must leave Jerusalem. If Absalom fights, it must be outside this holy city. Prepare to depart immediately. And King David went forth from Jerusalem and came to a place afar off and tarried there. At least Jerusalem is saved from the shedding of blood. But what is to come next? Must I battle my own son and perhaps kill him? Or he me? Oh. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
That's the news. Wow, so much trouble in this world. Yeah, I know what you mean. Makes me wonder if I can trust anybody. I heard my dad saying that people in big companies are just out to make money, even if they have to cheat their customers. And that leaders of countries hurt their people so they can live in big mansions. And I even heard a story about some parents who hurt their own children. How sad is that? Well, we can't stop trusting people, can we? I don't think so. We need to learn stuff in school, buy things at the store, and live in our houses. I mean, my mom and dad would never hurt me. Would they? Remember what the preacher said last week in church? He said that the only person we can trust for sure is God. He would never hurt us or make us sad. So? Well, if someone loves God, that means that that person is trying to be like God. You know, someone who's kind and trustworthy. Well, our parents love God, so I think we can trust them. And some other parents may not believe in God, but they're trying to live honest, kind lives. So I think we can trust them, too. I see what you're saying. We can trust people who are honest and kind, whether they believe in God or not. But if someone isn't living like God wants us to live, you know, being selfish, mean, dishonest, we really shouldn't trust them. The pastor also said that trusting God is good for your health. We feel more peaceful and happy. We feel like we've got a friend even when everyone else is mean to us. I guess there is something in this world we can trust God. That's so good to know. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. you've joined me today for another story just for you. In the case of the secret code, Willie starts getting strange messages on his computer. Could they really be from God? Chapter 2. Who is G period O period D period? Chris and Maria looked at each other. Then they began to laugh. Big joke, Willie, Chris said. You set this up just for us, didn't you? Willie turned and looked at them. Are you kidding? I have no idea what this code means or who G period O period D period is. Why, it's God, of course, Chris said. Yeah, right, Willie said. God's going to leave a secret code message for me on a computer. It could happen, Maria said. No, really, Chris said. Who has the initials G period O period D period? Nobody I know, Willie said. But you know if it's a handle, it could mean something else. Yeah, like good old dude, Chris said. Or gray old donkey, Willie said. So I guess it's probably an older person. Not necessarily, Maria said. How about get out duck? So I guess we can't know who it is just by these three initials, Willie said, almost to himself. What else do we know? Well, maybe we should figure out the code, Maria said. There could be a clue hidden in it. It just looks like a bunch of numbers to me, Willie said. Well, the numbers have to stand for letters, Maria guessed. Otherwise, we will never be able to understand the message. Yeah, but which letters are supposed to go with which numbers, Chris asked. Willie leaned back in his wheelchair. Let's see, 26 letters in the alphabet. Wait a minute, I've got an idea. Willie reached on the shelf beside the computer and grabbed a pen and a piece of paper. 
We write out the alphabet from A to Z, he explained as he scribbled. Then we put numbers 1 through 26 above them, like this, Willie showed them. Maria's eyes lighted up. Yes, I get it, she said. I don't, Chris said. What does it all mean? Use your brain, brother, Maria teased. One number for one letter. Chris stared at the paper blankly. Then his eyes widened. Oh, yeah, let's write the message on the paper and see if your idea works. They wrote out the numbered message Willie had received. Using the matching list of numbers and letters, they worked until they had a message they could understand. Okay, here's the last word, Chris said. 16 is the letter P, then 9 is I, 26 is Z, then Z again, and the last letter is A. Pizza, shouted Maria. Here's the message. How does a computer eat a pizza, Willie read. Chris moaned. It's a computer joke. Now I know you put the code on there. Willie shrugged and threw his hands in the air. I didn't, really. Well, who else likes computer jokes, Maria asked. Willie shrugged again. You guys, Grandpa, and everyone on the computer bulletin board. A car horn honked outside. That's Mom, Chris said. We have to go. And we still don't know who G period, O period, D period is, Maria said with a frown. If I come up with any ideas, I'll let you know, Chris said on his way out. In the meantime, maybe you can leave a message on the bulletin board for this G period, O period, D period person and get some more clues, Maria added. Right, Willie said. I'll see you this weekend at the shoebox. Willie turned back to the computer screen. The secret code stared at him. I don't know who you are, G period, O period, D period, but I'm going to find out. Willie thought for a long minute before he clicked on the button called mailbag. Then he typed out his message. To G period, O period, D period. From Hot Wheels. Two, twenty-five, twenty-five. Two, twenty-five. Two, twenty-five, twenty-five. P.S. Who are you, really? Later that evening, the phone rang while Willie and Grandpa were doing the evening dishes. I'll get it, Willie shouted. He pushed his wheelchair down the hall as fast as it would go. Hello, this is Willie Teller, he said to the phone out of breath. Well, hello, Willie Teller. This is Gene Teller, your father. Remember me? Dad, Willie said. Of course I remember you. You've only been gone three days. Well, that's good to know, Dad said. I've missed you, Willie said. Mom and I have missed you, too. Just a few more days and then we'll be headed home. What's going on around there? Willie told Dad about the modem and the computer bulletin board and especially about the coded message he had received. So you have no idea who this G period O period D period person is, Dad asked. Willie shook his head, then remembered they were talking on the phone. Nope, I started making a list of people it could be, but some of the names seemed rather silly. Like whom, Dad asked. Well, like Grandpa. He knows all about computers and was there when I was making the computer jokes, but it just doesn't seem like he would do this sort of thing. Well, don't strike anyone from your list until you're sure they couldn't have done it, Dad said. What about your friends Maria and Chris? They have a computer. Yeah, but they didn't hear me tell the joke until after they were already over here. It has to be someone on the computer bulletin board. Well, I wish you luck, Dad said. There's nothing like a good mystery to keep you busy thinking. Yeah, I just wish I could turn to the last page and find out who did it, Willie said. Dad laughed and passed the phone on to Mom. After a few more minutes, it was time to hang up. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. I'm glad Mom and Dad got to go on this trip, but I'll be even gladder when they get home, he thought. Willie, it's time for bed, Grandpa said later. Aw, Grandpa, can't I have just 15 minutes more? 
Willie was deep in a game of thunder toads on his computer and had almost made it to the fourth level. Okay, 15 minutes, then it's off to bed, Grandpa said. Zop! Willie's thunder toad disappeared and the words game over appeared. He reached for the switch, then decided to check the bulletin board one more time. He dialed in and pulled up the bulletin board. There was another message for him. He grinned and clicked on the mailbag button. 23, 12, 3, 13. 20, 28. 2, 12, 12, 20, 14. 1, 18, 4. I, 2, 14. 23, 20, 3, 8, 14, 7. U, 12, 14, 7. 20, 13. 14, 4. 13, 7, 12, 4. U, 8, 22. 10, 14, 4. 19, 8, 18. Period. I, 8, 16. 20, 8, 18. 6, 18, 13. U, 7, 14. 19, 14, period. G, period, O, period, D, period. All right, he thought, this will be easy. Wait a minute, it's not the same code as before. He gritted his teeth. Well, if G, period, O, period, D, period wants to make it tough, I can take it. heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 2, The Case of the Secret Code, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.